and the building it was in was built around it. It would become the location of 40 executions. That the water in front of me in one of the cells was crimson red. Red with the blood of one of the wounded convicts who had been stabbed earlier by a fellow inmate then just ran off. Only to return just a few minutes later to find all the lockers had been opened. The antique was Jack was going fast. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome back to the We the Haunted episode 23. I am Trevor Haunted Faith and we also have Lily, the one and the only. Ooh. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I'm gonna get glow sticks one day and they're gonna be taped on my fingers and I won't show you until like the intro. <laughs> You're just sitting there like this. Just like I got a surprise. <laughs> we had to wait. <laughs> uh ma'am, you got a husband if that's the case. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like that uh, just because i'm a scorpio does not mean that i'm like that i would rather do the glow stick fingernails just like this fair enough um all right well this is gonna be a new topic because this topic is not on our list uh, so i and can guess it <laughs> no uh but you can if you want oh is it guessable I mean, technically, any, anything is guessable. Well, uh, shit, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You'll know where this is going. Okay. For our listeners out there, I am now a paid paranormal investigator. And um, I work for Ghost Hunt USA. And for this episode, I did research on a location that I'm going to be going to in like three days. Uh, because I figured I would knock out two birds with one stone with knocking out this topic for the podcast. And also, I would know the history going into this investigation. So this week, our topic is Missouri State Penitentiary. As soon as you said it's the same place that you're going to, I was like, oh, he's yeah. doing the penitentiary. We haven't yeah. done the penitentiary yet. Oh, that's so exciting. Yes. Yay. And <laughs> I, I have six pages worth of notes. I have the timeline, uh, some stories or some information, not stories, about their centennial cells, the woman, the women inmates of MSP, mm-hmm. uh, uh the whole story of the 1954 riot and also um all the paranormal sightings excited yeah Yeah. so without further ado grab your beer grab your drink grab your wine i got my tea grab your grab your water your water, drink water, right? Stay hydrated or something. Stay hydrated or something. Just drink, just be drinking something. Yeah. Even if it's your own piss. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sponsored by piss. Um, <laughs> I was like, not sponsored. I thought for some reason you were going to say Pepsi. I was like, wait. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we, uh, we need to make a merch that says, like, not, it, it just says not sponsored on the front of the shirt. 
not then, sponsored. And then, uh, no, 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 I'm, 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 I'm sorry. We need to make a shirt that says, um, stay hydrated. And then in like a parentheses be, be below in like extra smaller text, put not sponsored by piss. Sponsored by piss. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm writing that down on our merch list. also an unofficial drunk podcast apparently <gasps> oh shit <laughs> i don't have alcohol <laughs> wait wait what <laughs> does that uh, arizona tea there got some some spiky go-go juice in it probably probably <laughs> it, it has ginseng and honey and I, I don't know what ginseng is but i'm pretty sure it's a hardcore drug is it <laughs> well, i don't know um, <laughs> um my 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 girlfriend she likes it and she's chaotic as hell so probably <gasps> trevor what have you done she ain't watching this and if you are you know it's true <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready when you are man okay let's go in the penitentiary shit let's go all right missouri state Pen penitentiary once upon a time kidding uh still owned by the state of Missouri, the penitentiary opened in 1836 alongside the banks of the Missouri River in Jefferson City. The prison housed inmates for 168 years and was the oldest continually operating prison west of the Mississippi until it was decommissioned in 2004. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And That's uh, like in our lifetime. Uh, and um, just FYI, uh, there's going to be a big part story here that has a lot to do with, with true crime. So, cute. ooh, yeah. in I'm in brand. <laughs> I'm in brand. Same. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but but it's but it says true crime on it. <laughs> <laughs> so subtly being like, shut the fuck up and love me. <laughs> Okay. Just love me, damn it. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm too busy, so this is an unofficial like transition. Ooh, the timeline of Missouri State Penitentiary. Um, the the timeline. Um, and there was a, there, and there was a couple of things included that were like politics based that I kept out of here. Like, oh, the governor wanted this for the. I, I kept that shit out. Don't care enough. Oh, that's that's okay. Um, uh, anyway, in 18. 30, now, I will mention the governor a few times, but, like, not in a, a, a politics sense. Well, yeah, because there's he kind of plays a little yeah. bit of a role in this, yeah. so, yeah. The Missouri governor, John Miller, suggested a prison be built in Jefferson City to ensure the city remained the seat of the government. In 1833, it was confirmed to be built. Construction began in 1834, and the first inmate, Wilson Eidson was received from Greene County in 1836. In 1840, early prison laborers built houses. Many of them stand to this day in the area were built by convicts. That sounds like a really smart idea. Yeah. For, so, uh, you know, the prisoners to build their future prison. Yeah, yeah. great idea. Great no, idea. no, they they built houses. Oh, they built houses in the city for for work, for like voluntary like community service. They built houses for normal oh, people. Shit, yeah. I totally misunderstood that. 
Yeah, still the, probably not smart though. Yeah, they more spe specifically it said some of these finer, more antique houses still stand to this day. Oh shit! They actually went out and were monitored by armed guards, but they built houses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I but still. I mean, it's still bad because it's like. It's like you a, kind of type deal. Oh, no, I was trying to yeah. think of. I was trying to think of a proper word for it, but we'll see. I that's guess about as proper as it's going to get. I guess at the time, because factories and building did. Sorry, I'm had hiccups. Factories and building the ditches and manual labor in in in, in the prison, I guess, wasn't needed at the time because it was so new. So I was like, hey, what's some work that you can do for free to build up your reputation that's, like, actually needed? Let's, mm -hmm. go, out into, let's go out into the community and help. I guess houses were needed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, let me scroll down here. Uh, okay. In 1842, the first female inmate, Amelia Eddy, arrived from St. Louis County. And then in 68, Housing Unit 4 commonly known as a hall was was built for post-civil war criminals stone was quarried on site by prisoners a hall rem remains the oldest building on missouri state penitentiary's site Ooh. um which also something else does that i'll get to at the end or near the end Ooh, exciting um uh yeah uh in 18 85 uh six major shoe factories in other industries including you can help me here as i don't know what the fuck the, the these actually are but six major shoe factories other industries and including the largest saddle tree factory in the world was used as inmate labor uh contributing to the city's e economy do you know what the hell a saddle tree is a saddle tree I, I, I was going to do some research on it but like it wasn't paranormal based so i didn't care enough but... uh saddle tree saddle tree saddle tree i'm 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 googling it now fuck it i, I got to say i'm pulling up google right now because that sounds really familiar um a saddle tree is what you sit on to ride a horse that like saddle okay yeah 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 shit oh, yeah. you think i know that <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did 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 you used to ride horses? Yes, I used to ride horses when I was in my teenage years. Oh, uh, okay. Younger teenage years. You may have told me that at one point, but you hardly talk about it, so I forgot. Well, you know. Uh, um, okay. In 1893. By the way, uh, for the listeners, um, Missouri State Penitentiary is a long-ass fucking sentence. So I'm going to say M MSP a lot, so that means the penitentiary. Uh, in 93... MSP was considered one of the most efficient prisons in the country, both housing and feeding the inmates for only 11 cents a day. Yeah. How, the, <laughs> how much food were they getting, though? I'm, 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 no? I'm, I'm assuming 11 cents a day was for, for each inmate. It was 11 cents for each inmate, I would assume, but it didn't say that. So. Well, that's what I that's what I would assume too. Yeah. 11, 11 cents for literally every single prisoner in there. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get, guys. You get eleven cents, so you get a crumb here, and a crumb there. You you have an ounce of unprocessed hot dog. <laughs> 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 <I'm worried. laughs> 
shit. Tosses it over the fucking end. The, the inmate still it drops on the floor. You get a scrape it off the ground to eat it. Oh, God. Poor inmate. Um, okay. By, by 1900, it's 1900. By 1900, uh, an average of 2,200 prisoners lived behind the walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a 19- lot of people. In 05, 1905, housing unit one, which currently serves right now, currently serves as the main entrance to MSP. Oh, okay. Was constructed at the time. Infamous female inmates Emma Goldman and Kate O'Hare lived there. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I was going to include um there was an infamous inmate section where it explained what all like all eight of them did but that would take my six page uh notes to nine uh, yeah and... that would be a lot of explaining <laughs> to do so yeah. it wasn't paranormal That's understandable based. <laughs> yeah it wasn't paranormal based so i just left it out but if, if, if you're interested i got my uh sources from uh let let legend of america.com and msp's main site just go to history they have a whole tab of infamous inmates just read that if you want Mm-hmm. But it's their history for each person's not true crime or paranormal base. So I left it out of the notes. Um, but yeah, uh, in 1909, the penitentiary made a radical change that was greeted with widespread enthusiasm. They would no longer be required to wear zebra striped suits. Oh, I, I, I don't I, I don't know. why. Instead, that... they reversed it to cheetah print suits. <laughs> They're so fabulous. Dude, is it is this the Montero prison? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Oh, long ago, I'm on the road. You know got what I'm waiting for. Move on. Something. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> As you can tell, I appreciate Lil Nas X, but I don't know shit about him. Anyway, in 1911, on February 5th, MSP inmates saved thousands of documents when the Missouri State Capitol was destroyed by a fire. Yeah. Fire. Th- <laughs> Every time somebody says the word fire, I think of that song that goes, Fire! Ooh. Uh. Fire! In 1914, how's <laughs> he goes anyways cutting this bitch off (laughs) she's gotta stop Uh, sorry you're fine i thought thought it was funny to cut you off in 1914 housing unit three was constructed which served as both a housing unit administrative segregation unit and a capital punishment unit until 1989 the 1934 riot also wait 34 why did i put 34 i don't know why'd you put 34 1954 riot also ended in this building i mean there may have been a riot in 34 but there's nothing on online about it it was in 54 it was a big one um um and then in 1925 infamous inmate charles arthur pretty boy floyd arrives Mm. arrives at arrives at at the msp Mm. um and then by 1935, well, uh, okay, I'm actually curious now. I, I didn't think to compare this to now. All right, uh, 
1900. So in a span of 35 years, in 1935, according to the Department of Justice, MSP raised its inmate count to 5,300. So in 35 years, they went up by the three, four, five. They went up by 3,100 inmates in 35 years. Mm, Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then this is the end of the first page. In 1937, Missouri State Penitentiary gas chamber was constructed by inmates using stone from the prison quarry. The gas chamber itself was delivered and placed on a concrete pad, and the building it was in was built around it. It would become the location of 40 executions. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it might be doing some stuff right there. Hmm. Yep. We'll get back to that later. <laughs> you know, I mean, you obviously know about re- residual energy. Imagine going in there with like an EVP or a spirit box or a phasma box or a poultry pod. And just like sitting it down and just hearing the residual screams just come out of that. Oh god, I would feel so bad. Yeah. That's so sad and terrifying. Man. That's so cool. But to ex- but yeah, but to experience it, like it's morbidly morbidly not, cool. N- not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. It's cool, but it's so like it's in the sense of like how like two people like true crime, like I like true crime. It's in the same sense, like you hear the like the sounds yeah. you know that's gonna come through you know that's yeah. gonna come through yeah. may not for everybody but it's got to at some point and that's yeah. like... uh and that goes along with the paranormal sightings at the end so keep, keep that in mind um, okay uh okay in 1938 the original plans from what they originally planned for in 1935 took three years to come into fruition a hospital unit, what, 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 what was that plan? A hospital unit was built, and it was a modern five-story building with 240 beds was opened, allowing medical records to be maintained on each inmate. And then another fa- fa- famous inmate you may know about. Uh, in 1950, Charles Sonny Liston, Sonny is an S-O-N-N-Y, Mm-hmm. Entered MSP. I thought this was a fun fact, so I included this. Charles Sonny Liston entered MSP and learned to box mm-hmm. before going on to win the national heavyweight championship upon his release. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool. Yep, he's one of the people that went to the prison and then came out doing boxing and then ended up famous for boxing yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah very interesting uh it's like a hardcore version of um fuck's that movie uh the balboa dude or rocky oh okay it's like like a hardcore version (laughs) of him it's just hardcore version of that um (laughs) In 1954, a major riot occurred, which focused national attention on 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 on, mm-hmm. on, 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 on MSP. I will have the whole story step by step about that soon. Okay. Um, in 1967, MSP was called this by Time Magazine. Do you know what I'm going to say here? 
You know what I'm no, saying? No, I don't think so. I can't remember. It was named by Time Magazine as the bloodiest 47 acres. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 47 acres um, is blood. And I, 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 I do want to point this out, though. Although our podcast is all about dark and the paranormal, and there's a lot of stupid bad shit that happened at the penitentiary, the amount of good things that came out of the pen- that came out of the penitentiary when it comes to the individual inmates is amazing. The the uh, the uh, these the social movements that were made out of the women inmates and stuff were amazing. But like the pen the penitentiary like like as a whole bad bad, but a lot of <laughs> a, a, a lot of good stories came out of that place. Yeah, but but they're overruled by the bad shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, in 1989, MSP death row ended. All capital punishment inmates were moved to their new prison at Potosi, and I didn't know where that was. Do you know where that's at? Mm-mm. Okay, I actually did some googling on that. Potosi Correctional Center is a Missouri Department of Corrections prison located in unincorporated washington county missouri near mineral point the facility currently houses 800 death row maximum security and high risk male inmates the facility opened in 1989 and is a maximum security prison oh yeah as far as i'm aware it's still running because it was it was was opened in 89 but yeah oh wow so yeah so all the death row inmates got put there. I'm assuming everybody that wasn't on the death row, uh, because next is in 1981, 1991, 91, the name of Missouri State Pen- Penitentiary was changed to the Jefferson County Correctional Center. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming all the inmates that weren't like high risk and high and high anything, just the normal like regular like arson like the arson people just got left there under the correctional. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um. And then lastly, on the timeline part itself, um, in 2004, on Wednesday, September 15th, over 1,300 inmates were moved from the Missouri State Penitentiary to the new correctional center east of the town. Missouri State Penitentiary served Missouri as the oldest prison west of the Mississippi for over 168 years. Yep. Yep. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. For 160 years in our lifetime, it closed, finally closed in yeah. 2004. Yeah. That. Knowing that I was alive and born when it was still up and running, it's cool. Yeah. And, and knowing that in, in, in a matter of 35 years, it housed over 5,000 inmates that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this next part here is one of the coolest fucking things I have ever heard of in, in, in my life when it comes to a prison. I'm ready. Um, centennial cells. Um, and it, but it was how they found and how they like redid them. In the mid-1980s, officials from MSP, the Department of Corrections, and the Division of Adult Institutions literally unearthed an old cell block that predated the civil war the discovery happened after a court order was issued to put in a recreation yard for offenders that were on death row 
When the construction between housing units two and three began, the crews started digging. They realized they had hit something solid. This finding led to an exploration of six cells built around the 1840s, which were part of a long buried centennial hall based on research. This is now believed to be the oldest existing building on the property. And, and ever since then, in 2019 and 2020, um, they, they excavated a lot of dirt. And now they built stairs and a sidewalk you can walk down and do the tour with and go into and walk around in. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they opened it up. Yeah. They dug up dirt, laid it flat, put down a stairwell and sidewalk. So now as part of the tours, you can actually walk down into them and look around in, in the cells. Holy shit. Yeah. I would be shitting <laughs> fucking bricks. Holy shit. And that just reminded me, and then like, hang on with me here, because okay. this is gonna be a small little like 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 explanation. Okay. As far as like mentality goes, like we all know that I love like the atmosphere and the scenery of like open, creepy fields and like cemeteries like out in the open because it gives me that like fantastical haunted vibe. And this is the same thing. Like Missouri State pinned a century aside digging a hole just to find old grave not grave old cells <laughs> that are probably great grave sites of unmarked some some people but that's so like surreal in the creepy sense i fucking love it like I, I, oh it's like straight out of a fucking book like, yeah like as i was straight out of a book as i was doing the research on this like i was just closing my eyes in my head like just picturing it and it was like, imagine like them digging up the dirt and finding these old cells and like the spirits of the dead people like walking around like we're free and <laughs> it's it's so peaceful to think about in my head of like the story and the life that that unearthed. They're like, oh shit, yeah, finally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you fucking bitch. <laughs> Our minds are completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like you're like oh. Like, solace like take unearthed and revealed and <laughs> yeah spirits can go free and i'm like these these souls were like yeet <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hello. just 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 give you like an example of how my brain works with that type of shit me and my girlfriend um a month or two ago um we went to a um a national park uh in 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 in, in, in illinois we we went hiking, and um, and uh, there was a part where it's nothing but stone and caves and shit. There was a part where you walk down these stairs, and if you, and these stairs were like twenty yards down. Whenever you walk all the way down, you're walking to to your right is a cliffside, and as soon as you walk all the way down, if you look back into the right, the cliff there's a bottom of the cliffside that's hollowed out, and 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 it's like a four foot wide by four foot tall long little cave that you look inside and it's nothing but like dead plants and water mm -hmm. and like to someone it's like oh it's just a random empty cave keep walking but i just stared in that cave for like five minutes straight just imagining the things that once happened there see i do that too just in a more chaotic way yeah like, i'm like i see that and i'm like oh shit, what happened over there yeah could you imagine like <laughs> i 
I literally just got on my knees and just looked into that cave and just did like a. Just took And in your that. girlfriend's like, what the fuck are yeah, you doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's like I'm a character in like some Dark Souls game. You walk up to a cave and you're like, what mysterious happenings could have been here? Let, let's go loot it. Like, let's go loot it. Just every time I see like a old anything be unearthed or some or some like natural like wonder in like a sense i just sit there and stare at it and just like go into my own head and be like what could have happened here this is amazing. because that's fascinating yeah and that's the whole one of like the whole major points of like paranormal stuff yeah and, like, the hauntings it's like what really what could have really happened yeah what happened here why is this person still here why is this place being why are people living people being tormented by other things or dead people and it's mm -hmm. like what happened <laughs> yeah like, i want to know every detail <laughs> hello they better be glad i wasn't on that construction crew when they were under those cells because i would just been there standing just being like hey what's the new hire doing i oh, don't just let him do his thing he's moving in <laughs> <laughs> he's moving yeah I he's moving in. <laughs> um but yeah i also thought i'd point that out that piece of information was breathtaking to me and yeah. i loved it but yeah um the women inmates of, uh, of msp is the next topic cool uh it's not that long in like a nutshell compared to the rest of the topics but it's about a, a half a page long um in may of 1842 the first female convict was sent to the penitentiary amelia eddy was from st louis county and was giving a two-year sentence for grand larceny she was not to serve her she would not serve her sent her, her sentence However, with only within only a few days of arriving, she was pardoned and released because the lack of adequate facilities for women there. Mm -hmm. To this point, no real effort had been made to arrange for the housing of women for convicted crimes. Prior to 1861, a separate facility housed female prisoners. It was felt that the best action was to completely remove the women prisoners to a separate location. And then in the early 1890s, nearly 60 women lived in the penitentiary. It wasn't much. Female inmates, upon arrival, were issued vertically striped calico dresses. They were housed in a 78-cell dormitory built in 1876. Separ uh, separated from the men's quarter by a 20-foot stone wall. Some of the females had quite notorious reputations for committing cold-blooded murders. Still, women were rarely incarcerated. While the Missouri State Penitentiary was the second largest in the nation, the population, fewer, the population of fewer than 60 female inmates was a small number. And then lastly, in 1926, 64 women prisoners were moved to prison farm number one. That was the name of it, I guess. Located a few blocks east of the penitentiary. The women would no longer work in factories as they would as they had previously done, but would work outdoors as much as possible, gardening and raising hogs and chickens on the 15-acre tract. Women were housed in a rambling mansion. I don't know what they feel about it. They meant about rambling, but anyway. That Meaning like it's like the hustle and bustle there's just a bunch of them around it's just oh a okay so like a, okay it's like loud noisy yeah yeah, okay. yeah the women were housed in a rambling mansion that had been built by general james l minor 
didn't do the research into him. I assume, and it, uh, it, it's okay. The, the building served as a plantation home nearly seventy-five years before this. Ooh. So I'm, I'm assuming some, some. Slavery. Yeah, you can just go ahead and assume what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know if General L. Manor Minor was the owner, if he was the owner of the, just the building or the people that worked there, putting that in a lighthearted sense, um, mm-hmm. or what he was. But yeah, uh, Good enough. And Good enough. I, 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 I have no idea if the building itself lay dormant for, for a while before they moved the inmates in or if it was like let's take over but that's all i got on that um but it's kind of weird how women next topic i'm kidding oh so but i was waiting for you i was waiting for you to say something so i could just like rip your head off <laughs> i was like he's gonna say something really bad and i'm gonna have to go over there and smack oh, him no, a new i one. wouldn't do something really bad <laughs> I'm not that much of a misogynist. Is that the word for it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that. But um, it's cr- <laughs> I, obviously you're not because you don't know the word for it. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Is 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 misogyny the name of that the new like the restaurant that opened? No, no, no. Okay. No. Um, um <laughs> but it's, it's 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 crazy how like women like could commit like cold blooded type of murders and like just the chances of them getting incarcerated like was slim to none. Only sixty four women in the prison yeah. that's that's it's crazy. really fascinating the only reason they really got away with it was because there just wasn't any room for them fair enough i wonder if after they moved into that dormitory where they at least gave them some more room i wonder if more people would get incarcerated more women got incarcerated you know really i don't know there's not a lot of information about it and it's really because they were women because <laughs> you know sadly oh and about by them. the way for the listeners like out there that don't know me well I have some dark humor, so if I make some jokes towards the women, just jokes don't mean it, and I won't go too dark with that topic. Like anyway, like making jokes about what knowing what misogyny is is like the especially with what's going on right now, Trevor. Trevor, (laughs) trust me, guys. I'd probably be driving over there to kick his ass, so you're good. (laughs) Um, I this is a podcast, not a non-politics podcast. So I will say is women deserve all they deserve. They deserve every, every, they deserve every, the world. They deserve the, <laughs> they deserve the world. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> um, this is where you're going to get a bit more draw drawn into the true crime aspect. This is the okay. whole story of the 1954 riot. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven main topics to be talked about here. All right, let's go. So three of them are very long. Okay. The first topic, the brewing storm. It was Wednesday evening. Get ready for story time, guys, because I'm, I'm going to read this in my YouTuber commentator story time voice. Oh, shit, guys. Here we go. Here we go. If, um, <laughs> I'm bringing back the series, my my narrative horror storytelling series soon. So get ready for that little Ooh. teaser, a little teaser into the content. But uh, here you go. if you if you've been here for a while and, and, and you remember like the two episodes that I uploaded like a year ago then you'll know what i'm about you'll know um all right the brewing storm it was a wednesday evening september 22nd around 6 30 when two inmates fiend illness to attract the attention of two guards when the guards entered the hall to investigate they were overpowered and their keys were stolen one of the guards was beaten severely the two convicts 
then bolted out of their cell and ran alongside the cell block, releasing others as they went. Soon, a large group of inmates was running loose, racing around the compound and emptying their cell blocks al along their path. One group of inmates entered the dining hall, smashing windows and chairs in prison shops. Any anything flammable was set afire. Yeah. <laughs> before oh. she yeah i yeah that that's just the beginning <laughs> oh boy no i kind of know what happens but i'm um, ready i'm good next thing highway patrol gets the call missouri state highway P patrolman walter wilson was eating dinner in his p p patrol car when he heard an urgent message come over his radio. In quote, proceed to Jefferson City at once. Prison riot in progress. In quote. Obeying the riot plan procedures, he immediately headed to towards Jefferson City. Simultaneously, other patrolmen from all over the, the state itself turned their cars around and headed towards the capital city as well. By midnight, more Highway Patrol troopers, Kansas City and St. Louis police, National Guardsmen, and local police has surrounded the prison. Inside, several hundred convicts were running, shouting, throwing bricks and chunks of concrete at the deputy's warden's office. Four buildings were fully ablaze, and more fires were being started. Soon, Nearly 2,500 rioters were on the loose inside the walls. In this chaotic nightmare of activity, one inmate in solitary confinement was tortured and murdered by other prisoners. Mm. <laughs> Yay! Uh, we love a good murder. <laughs> no, we don't. That's so bad. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, oh, and we're, and we're only about halfway done with this. I know. Oh, <laughs> no, we're, no, actually, we're we're not even halfway done at all. Oh, cool. Uh, um, <laughs> the next topic: convicts rampage through the night. This is the the shortest one. Trooper Wilson and the other highway patrolmen continued their vigil throughout the night, as the law enforcement groups tried to prevent a mass breakout. In quote, as waves of rioters stormed the deputy warden's office, armed troopers on the roof were finally forced to open fire with machine guns and riot guns to force the desperate prisoners to flee the prison yard. Several convicts were injured by the gunfire. In quote, Wilson later wrote that. Uh, let me scroll down a bit. Officials regain control. Confronted with that mighty show of firepower, the inmates were finally forced back and most scattered to take cover wherever they could. Officers finally gained control, flushing out small groups of men. My cat's rubbing my, my leg. Hello, kitty. <laughs> um, the, uh, the officers finally gained control, flushing out small groups of men and subduing the group of ringleaders. Another 300 prisoners will st were still barricaded in B and C cell blocks. Cornered but not ready to surrender, 
Law enforcement officers left them alone and retreated. While in the warden's office, a meeting was held to decide how to handle the situation. The assembled members of the press were told that no attempt to secure the cell blocks would take place that night. Governor Phil Donnelly, Lieutenant Governor James Blair, Director of Penal Institutions Thomas Whitecotton, Warden Ralph Eidson, and Highway Patrolman Superintendent Hugh Wagner had been at the riot scene since it began and were growing weary. At last, they announced that all troopers were to meet at 7 o'clock the next morning when they would be given instructions on how to enter the building. It was a sleepless night for law enforcement teams. Troopers stormed the grounds. 245 troopers attended the next morning's meeting. 18 men were chosen to lead the way into the cell blocks where the corners were the cornered rioters were in a forbidden four-story white stone building. Trooper Wilson was one of those 18 selected. 100 St. Louis police officers and the remaining troops would stand outside the prison yard as a second wall of defense. These officers were also to the process were also to process the 300 convicts if and when they were taken captive. Wilson writes at this moment was a crucial one, when all of his training as a trooper would be put to the test. And this is a quote. In quote, he said, It was a tense moment and anything could happen. We were heavily armed with riot guns and submachine guns as we entered the massive building. The inmates inside were shouting, cursing, throwing articles of bedding, furniture, personal belongings. All the windows were broken out as we entered the, the door. We were greeted by flying debris. A 50-pound cake of ice was pushed from a tier above, barely missed my head. As we plunged through the hallway, wading in four inches of water, I noticed to my left that the water in front of me in one of the cells was crimson red. Red with the blood of one of the wounded convicts who had been stabbed earlier by a fellow inmate then just ran off. Over the loudspeaker, the convicts were ordered to get into the nearest cell and be quiet or they would be shot. One inmate ignored the order. Leering and shouting without hesitation, one of the troopers raised his weapon and shot him dead. At that, at that an eerie silence fell in the huge building. The convicts retreated into the nearest cells as instructed, and the troopers slammed shut and locked the doors behind them up. Up to the nine prisoners were up to nine prisoners were crammed into tiny cells. When all were safely locked away, an all clear whistle sounded. Then, one cell at a time, the men were stripped, searched, taken out into the yard, and processed by the waiting officers. They were returned to their proper cells. It took until mid-afternoon to finish the job. End quote. Mm. My God, <laughs> sorry, you were reading that and it's like I was picturing it in my head as if I was one of the officers just like going through the scene. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Four feet of what? I think he, he said four feet, right? Um, four feet. Yeah, four feet of water. I'm five foot five, so that would be up to my chest. And then... So, like, crimson red uh, water coming out of 
So that's another like mental image of ah shit. Damn. I did for in for it to be four feet of water and then to see just red. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of blood. Yeah. A lot. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't I, I'm like I I know the story. I know the story. But to just hear it again, like get like get getting the details in such specific way, yeah, yeah. I do, not only that, but like every time I hear stories like this, I I could hear it probably a hundred times and still just be blown away and not have any words to say about it because it's just so. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot. There's just it, so it, much it, to unpack. There's so much to unpack there. It, it, it's a surreal feeling. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, let me take a drink before we get, get started. The next part is <laughs> uh, then the the next topic is facts get sort get facts get sorted out. Okay. Take a sippy sippy. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. All right. Facts get sorted out. This is like the second smallest one. Okay. When the riot was all over, uh, let me wipe my mouth there real quick because I can feel it dri- dripping off my lip. Just let it drip. <laughs> I don't want to. That 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 that's a hole over the side of the internet that I'm not going to touch. <laughs> Facts get sorted. Out. Uh, only fans come into. Uh, when oh, the <laughs> when shoot. the riot was all over, four inmates had been killed, fifty injured, and one attempted suicide. Four officers have been injured and then burned out hoax of several buildings lay smoldering. So I guess the buildings were slowly just, they were falling falling apart. Damage was estimated to be as high as $5 million. $5 million? Back then. In 54. In 1954? Yeah. $5 Damage, da, da, damage was estimated to be as high as $5 million. I'm actually curious. I, I'm going to go dark again. Um, um, <laughs> How, uh, okay. Like, um, so that just literally, like, I'm a, a, what? How five, did they calculate $5 million in one riot? $5 million in one riot in 1954. That's got to be like, that's got to be like $50 million or something today. That's got to be. Um, no, let's. I guess you can just times this. Um, uh, all right, here. Um, five million dollars. This is going off some like random Google thing, so I could be wrong here. I could be off here, but gives the exact a, a estimate. Sorry if I'm. Let me do this. Do right, it. Okay, okay, I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, five million dollars in 1954 equals out to fifty-one million eight hundred and twenty one thousand nine hundred and thirty three dollars i told you it was gonna be about fifty million dollars yeah <laughs> i told you Holy and, and just for 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 reference in the smaller amount five dollars in 1954 equates to fifty three dollars now i'm gonna leave <laughs> <laughs> i hate this shit i hate this fucking shit <sighs> 
yeah. I'm still I'm still not getting over the fact that they calculated five million dollars in damages over one riot in a penitentiary in 1954. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's all I um, got to say. Um. Yeah. Not one prisoner has succeed, succeeded in, in escaping the prison. No attempt was made to serve breakfast to the prisoners that, that next day at all either. Instead, they remained locked in their cells and sandwiches were handed out. The evening meal, usually served at 4.30, was served at 3. Small groups of convicts with hands clasped behind their heads were marched to the dining hall. 85 troopers stood with weapons ready to prevent further violence. It was later reported that the majority of the of, 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 of the black and major African American inmates had not participated in the riot, had remained in their cells throughout the ruckus. That's what they wrote. The ruckus. The, <laughs> the school teacher at the prison gratefully credited two of his convict students with saving his life during the uprising. Oh wow! Yep. Damn. Damn, son. The, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> damn, son. Where'd you find this? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> um, I know it's random, but there's actually a metal song that I listen to that actually has that sound bite in the song before the breakdown hits. That's amazing. I'll 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 show you that at, like after the podcast. You you you'll just shit you'll just have to send that to me <laughs> I'll, I'll put it over the speaker it's not copyrighted it's fine here we go <laughs> no no like, like 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 after the podcast no i was saying like you just pulled it up right now on your phone you're like no oh. it's, i mean we'll just play it over the podcast we'll <laughs> let me just get legally canceled just real quick yeah it's perfectly oh. fine <laughs> okay the last thing on here is governor donnelly acts okay the day after the riot, Governor Donnelly ordered a massive shakedown of, of the entire prison. This is going to blow your fucking mind if you don't already know, know, know this shit. This is true crime shit. <laughs> um, entired a massive shakedown of the entire prison. 100 St. Louis p- policemen joined with prison guards to search every corner of the giant penitentiary for knives and homemade weapons and other contraband. The search revealed an enormous arsenal of weaponry on the list is they found sledgehammers axe handles screwdrivers scissors nail files pieces of heavy machinery filed down to sharp deadly points yes (laughs) that'd be some shit i'd do (laughs) i'm sitting over here in the corner of my cell like yes Like you have the end of a toothbrush sharpened. I have the end of a toothbrush. <laughs> hey. I'm gonna shift somebody with my toothbrush. And then someone in the the somebody is like, "What are you doing?" It's like you'll 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 understand this in 25 years. You'll understand later. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just give it a few years. Um. Yeah. Two days after the, the riot, Go- Governor Don- Don- Donnelly grimly toured the ruins area, the ruined areas aside inside the, 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 the prison. When he emerged, he announced that convening a special legislative session 
would probably not be necessary, as he felt repairs could be made with funds already on hand. Meanwhile, the prisoners were complaining to the press that one of the major causes of the riot had been dissatisfaction with the newly appointed parole board. Three members had been appointed just weeks before the riot, and all were former members of the highway patrol. The inmates claimed that these were former cops, as they referred to them, would mm -hmm. not be impartial when the time came for parole, parole consideration. During a press conference held the next Monday following the riot, a reporter asked Governor Don Donnelly if he had planned any changes to the parole board a as a result of the prisoners' complaints. Uh, uh, he replied, no, sir. Uh, Donnelly replied ir 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 irritably, End quote, I'm not going to let a bunch of convicts tell, tell me what to do. End quote. He said, fuck them convicts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. That's awful. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And then lastly, but not least at all, we got a whole page's worth of paranormal sightings. Lay it on me. <laughs> Give it uh... to me. <laughs> <laughs> My fuel. <laughs> I'm fitting that. <laughs> no, not that. I'm sorry no. for not consenting. Well, you can you you clicked on this, and you know how I I I make some sex jokes, so fuck it. I'm just please don't DM me about that. That was just an open-ended joke. That's gonna stop right there. That's gonna stop right there. You heard it here, folks. It's gonna stop right there. Oh, um. This is random, like in a nutshell. Like years ago, when I when I was like uploading to YouTube, like almost daily, like yeah. my own, like my own shit. Yeah. Uh, I I I I I was heavily active on Twitter at the time, like posting like ten times a day, and um, I would get a because my Twitter link was in my description of my YouTube, so I I would get DMs from like actual like women and girls like asking me like can i be your biggest fan shit it, 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 it was weird it was weird i didn't respond to any of them i blocked them because like that's not my brand but um guys don't do that yeah don't, don't you, do it. like not just me like don't i'm like i'm just uh, uh, i'm just a guy trying to be a dude like um i'm just a person <laughs> trying to be a person like don't <laughs> Content creators are serving you as content creators, not as creepy, sexual, weird people. So, like, just watch the content, absorb the content, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, that, <laughs> that, that is going to all the people that have those weird thoughts of, like, oh, this content creator is my family now. I'm going to follow them everywhere. It's like... You can be like, Shut the yes, fuck up. I love this person, and yeah. I'm so interested in seeing what they post all the time and stuff like that, and then there's a whole other section of, like, creepy. Yeah. This person knows who I am, and I'm going to do everything I can to get their attention and so yeah. on and so forth. And I think the last time I had that was, like, six months ago, whenever I recorded that. I'm coming back to YouTube, guys. Yeah. Um, and I had one DM. Um, from an actual person because I looked into their account, and they said, "Hi, how 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 are you?" And I'm like, 
good. How about you? What do you need? And they go, oh, I'm just curious um, if you're free uh, at any point. And I just blocked him at that point. But... It's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh... You don't yeah. do that. Don't um, don't content creators are content c- c- creators, not your personal dummy. Yeah. Anyway, Go back, back on topic. Yes. Yep. Um, that was a off-topic thing, but paranormal okay. paranormal sightings. Alleged sightings of ghosts had been seen long before the prison even closed, with both prisoners and guards reporting having seen at like 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 apparitions. A hall. The prison's oldest building is said to be a major hotspot. Nope, no, no, no shit. Um, within this building is a basement of dungeons, referred to as the hole, in quote. Oh. Death row inmates were kept there, as well as violent prisoners and those suffering from mental illness. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> You're like, I could be there. No, no. <laughs> My dog started whining, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And it was my dog. Come here, Stephen. Sorry, he just scared the shit out of me. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, one inmate that was there. Do you know of John B. Firebug Johnson? Yes. 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 Yeah. Firebug Johnson. One. One inmate known as John B. Firebug Johnson was housed in the dungeon for 17 years between February 26th of 1883 and July 1st of 1900. Prior to his prior to his placement in the dungeon, he had attempted to escape several times and had started several fires. He was moved to the basement after setting a fire that destroyed more than $500,000 worth of property damage and the deaths of several inmates why they call him the firebug <laughs> amazing your accent came on that's what i did it i did it on purpose uh, <laughs> amazingly he didn't go mad upon his release he actually wrote a book called buried alive for 18 years in missouri state penitentiary oh um i actually want to read that now yeah um, that sounds really interesting um sorry yeah. if you hear a whining in the background it's steven <laughs> oh i haven't heard anything yet I didn't, okay, even, I didn't even hear him the first time when you pointed him out. Oh, well, it sounded like a chain rattling, and I thought it was, like, the ghost of, like, somebody trying to... Yep, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm sure you heard that. No. <laughs> really? No. He just went, ow. No, you didn't, I didn't hear that? I didn't hear any of that. Oh, cool. This microphone's awesome, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this microphone's good, bro. Um, but, yeah. Um, also in this building, in a hall, uh, and also in the dungeons... I would I would assume or allege, um, yeah, allege. In this building, paranormal reports have included the feeling of having been touched by ghostly hands, an overwhelming smell of body odor, an apparition of a man spying on the catwalk, and movements in the darkness. Equipment also mal- mal- malfunctions here. Disembodied voices have been captured on recorders. And some have felt an invisible force breathing down their necks. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just going up by him like, hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> or just full on like. <laughs> just like, let me just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if it's like coughs, like because they're down in a dungeon. Oh. Yeah. I just thought of that. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Oh. 
but yeah um uh cell number 48 which once housed a prisoner who is known to be a snitch he was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer during the prison riot of 1854. Mm, yeah. Wait, 18? That has to be 54. 1954. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give you fa- fa- false information. He, he, he was bludgeoned during a riot. I'll just yeah. say that. Um, um, because I copy and pasted this because it was faster. So like, I guess there may have been a riot in 54. I'm actually curious. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> was there a riot? in MSP in 1854. Um, what do you like do that entire thing completely wrong? No, the 1954 riot is a thing. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just saying like could you imagine? <laughs> you uh, spent no, all that time and research. <laughs> nothing is sho- nothing is showing up. So I'm Maybe just going- it was meant to be 1954. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming, but I'm just going to say just during a riot. A cell for, in cell number 48, once housed a prisoner who, who, who was known to be a snitch, he was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer during a prison riot. Here, people have reported having strange feelings and an unearthly human figure being caught on camera. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He's like the gatekeeper Ooh. of that cell. Oh, God. Oh, um, God. <laughs> near the control room and in some of the housing units, it is said to lord an entity known as fast jack because he goes like this <laughs> do, you, do, do, do you know about him yes okay because usually go fast. <laughs> do you actually know know about him you go fast <laughs> do you know about one of the major reports of, of what he what is said to, to be done by this by i can't this? remember i can't remember it's okay. been a while since okay. I remember anything. but i do remember that name because i was always like fast jack <laughs> <laughs> usually spied wearing a white lab coat in medic in the medical facilities at one point a tour guide passed through the control center to secure the outer doors only to return just a few minutes later to find all the lockers have been opened. The antique because Jack was going fast. Yeah. <laughs> the antique was attributed attributed to Fast Jack. Other reports have him. Other reports him. Blah, blah, blah. Other report. I I can't English right now. Other reports have him as being seen in the hallways, moving through walls, or appearing for a short mo- moments before vanishing. I just think like walking out of a room where everything's nice, calm, and put away, and not two minutes the later you walk back in and everything's just undone. It reminds me of that scene in Paranormal Activity Two where all like the kitchen doors just fly open. It would piss me off. <laughs> you know what? That would piss me off. You you get done cleaning everything and making everything at least look decent, and then fucking Fast Jack decided to fuck some shit up and was like, "Guess what? I go zoom." I go zoom. It just fucked your shit up. Do you know that meme that I'm fast as fuck, boy? I'm fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I imagine Fast Jack. Yeah. Now we just go meet him someday, okay? <laughs> now, we, now we just need to like make a new another merch item where it's like um 
where it's like these ghostly hands like in the process of of, of, of running like 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 this and like they fade it they fade into like these ghostly words in like a creepy font that says i'm fast as fuck boy i'm fast as fuck boy <laughs> quote fast jack <laughs> yeah whenever jack whenever well. we have time to make actual good looking merch and not just words on a fucking shirt me we're, do- <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing all of this Oh yeah, I'm going back and I'm gonna make sure whatever we said on the podcast, it's going up. Yeah, it's going up, guys. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, and the last two things that I have is in the female wing, a female ghostly figure is often seen dressed in vintage clothing. Others have seen a man in an outdated prison uniform leaning against a fence. Strangely, some have seen or heard ghosts of children, and others even have heard a dog. My guess is either a hellhound or some entity showing itself as a children. I almost don't even think it's that. What, what do you think it is then, if it's a dog? I I really do think it's a dog. You really do think it's a dog? I really do think it's a dog. Dogs were, I mean, I guess a, a policeman, like, patrol dog, maybe. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I was uh, thinking about. Oh, uh, 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 all right. I can, I can, I, I, it wasn't I, I, uncommon back then or anything. It's not uncommon now, so it wouldn't shock me. Fair. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, get, 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 I get, can get. see it being more of that than a hellhound because normally yeah. those are, if you were to find one, it's normally in spots of, um, like ritualistic like activities, or more of like graveyards. Graveyards, okay. Because they're more to be guardians Good. than anything. So that <laughs> gotcha. Use your brain over there. <laughs> it's my brain closes at six p.m. It's currently eight. Uh, yeah, I'm usually like out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but and then the the last thing I have, it's very short. And lastly, of course, it is, it said this on an article, so I forgot to go ahead and say it. Lastly, of course, was footsteps, smell of cigarette smoke, doors slamming, loud banging, shadow figures, and objects being moved. Normal shit. The normal shit. shit. Every day. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's a normal Tuesday for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal like Thursday for me. Oh, okay. Shit, that's tomorrow. Oh, oh shit. You'll be fine. It's normal. You'll be fine. It's normal. <laughs> but yeah the, 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 that's all I have on Missouri wow. State Penitentiary and wow. and also um, for those wondering um, for I was giving one... you silent applause oh, I, I, thought, I thought you were doing this I was doing, I was like, I was doing the... silent oh. applause silent applause yeah. um also, just to to rehash for those one the wondering, I, I I'm going to Missouri State Penitentiary on Friday into Saturday night and Saturday into Sunday night for for two for a two night event for training for Ghost Hunts USA. Um, in those nights, what 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 like like after it's over, of course I will talk about my experiences on on this podcast and yes I will have. A story to write for my storytelling series, my narrative storytelling series, mm-hmm. and also I may make a TikTok about it. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to vlog. I'm not going <laughs> to make a vlog about it because that's just too much fucking work to put on you. Well, know. also you've got to host a. Yeah. You have to host it. Yeah. So I mean, and, like, um, 
And also, for those that are wondering about other content, the old series that I once had called Necrobre, I may rebrand that because it is my narrative storytelling series about myself. And Necrobre sounds cool and all, but I kind of want a name that that refers to just me and is more personal. So I'm thinking of just naming it Haunted Faith Dark World and just referring it and referring to the series from my point of view as just my dark world. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it makes more sense. The necrobbery sounds cool, but it's just not personal. Maybe it can be like highlighted somewhere. Yeah, it, I bet you can do it. it, it exactly, but uh, that's all I have for the podcast, and I will let you know on social media and through the podcasting content how my trip goes to. And I'll try. I'll, I'll make it post on on Instagram. Follow me on on Instagram. Follow us all on on Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you have any recommendations for uh topics stories that you want us to tell of your own encounters or locations that happen to be your favorite uh message us in the comments of any platform or email us at we the haunted podcast at gmail.com uh be sure to rate the podcast on itunes and spotify and any other platform that allows you to if you would like please give us good words and advice um and do you have anything else no i don't okay um but yeah uh, this this topic was really in, interesting for me to research, not only because I'm going there in two days, but I didn't know it was going to be interesting in, in other factors until those Centennial sales really got me. I fucking loved that. Did you story. not know about those? I, 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 I knew about them in a topic. I okay. just, how they found out about them here. Okay. What's I was cool. about to be like, how? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, like one of the best parts. <laughs> I, first, I found out about them first because I was researching some location in Scotland years ago. Oh. Yeah. But in in, 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 in in Scotland, someone in the past cleaned them up and they were just found laying there and they just walked into them. Um, shit. Here they dug them up and it was like a treasure being found. That was what, like, oh shit, where'd this come from? This ain't yeah. normal over here. <laughs> it's like, God, God damn. Like, God damn, we we're going to build section two but now it's gonna be a fucking museum Damn. <laughs> sir this I'm is done. not in the budget service is not in the budget i'm done um, yeah that is missouri state penitentiary i can't wait to go this podcast has been fun we're with we, this is about to reach an hour and 10 minutes um yeah uh if that's all you have that's all i have uh yeah. this has been uh trevor haunted faith in your name my name's um what's my name <laughs> oh yeah it's past six i forgot lily the one and only <laughs> and uh thank you all for watching we love yo y- y- faces and much like fast jack i'm ending this podcast fast as fuck boy later fast as fuck boy bye mm-hmm.